All right, welcome, uh, welcome, uh, welcome to another episode of uh, welcome, uh, welcome to another episode of Missing Pieces, my podcast, where I talk about what I'm up. Uh, welcome to another episode of Missing Pieces, my podcast. Right, um, welcome back. Uh, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Uh, welcome, welcome, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, welcome to another episode of Missing Pieces here on the Greg's World Podcast. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Missing Pieces here on the Greg's World Podcasting Network. If that's what it is, this is where I talk about what I'm up to and what I'm into, typically, but not today. Today, I've got a special episode for you to make up for last week because you may have noticed that. There was no episode last week, and I apologize for that, but I have a good excuse. We were actually in Italy at the time, which you probably already know if you've been following the Greg's World content. I've been editing videos up and trickling those out each day. In fact, I have to edit one today to get ready for tomorrow, and you'll have uh, videos every day on that channel for like the next uh, nine days or so outlining our entire trip. But if you don't want to wait that long, maybe you want to know all about our trip right now, this is the perfect episode for you because just prior to this, I decided that as a family, we would just sit down and talk all about our trip, reflect on all the things that we've been through, the things we liked, the things we observed, things we didn't like, all of the all of the behind the scenes, I suppose, all of the things that you may want to know if you were planning to go to Italy or if you're just looking for something to listen to here on your hour-long commute or your workout or maybe you're doing the dishes, making your bed, whatever it is, this will be a great episode to multitask to because I recorded this just audio only. It's just us vibing, having a little family conversation. Clark Mann's involved too, which instantly got people interested. Uh, Cody's there. So this is not just me this time. This is our whole family just sitting down and having a little convo, if you will, about all of the, the things that we did on our trip. And it turned out really nice. It's about an hour long. So you might want to you know, find something to do and then uh, listen in to uh, us enjoying our, uh, our reflections on all the things that we got up to in the last two weeks in Rome, Florence, and Venice. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as last, you'll hear from me. Uh, well, at least, you know, in, in this in this essence here, you'll be hearing from me in the in the recap. Anyways, uh, enjoy the listen. If you want to listen to this on audio podcast, you can do that on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those places. If you prefer that, or you can just watch this blank screen on YouTube as we talk about our trip. Enjoy and uh, stay tuned for all the epic episodes that will be coming out there. You actually get to see all the things that we're about to talk about. Take care, and I'll see you guys next Sunday for, uh, I guess, probably a regular episode. Still, be as still as possible. Stillness. Because we're going to be talking about our Italy trip and how awesome it was. So we have our itinerary out here, and we're just going to kind of go down through each day and uh, talk about each day, which you'll see in a bunch of YouTube videos, some of which have already been out as of the time we're recording this. But uh, it's kind of like behind the scenes, too, and some extra additional thoughts that you can't cram into a, a fast-paced 15-minute video, if that is fast-paced. So where do we start out at? We got in the car, mm-hmm. which speaking of that, one of our listeners, Ronnie, mentioned that he really loved the look that you gave me when I didn't lock the door. <laughs> I was like, that's the classic wife glare. <laughs> yes, you've received that many times. I know that, I know that face well. <laughs> but we left here and we drove to Philadelphia with a little concern. What happened, Clark? Man, why were we concerned when we were driving there? Do you remember what happened to the road? It broke. Yeah, <laughs> there was a, I guess a, a truck exploded and knocked out a part of I-95, which yeah, we drive tanker on. Tanker truck or something. Melted the road, but we didn't have any issues because we weren't on that. Yeah, thank goodness we weren't on that section of the road. So we were able to avoid that. Yeah, so we only stopped once. We got some Annie Ann's. Yeah. Whose idea was that? Me. I'm glad it was yours because it would have been mine. <laughs> and 
Yeah, once we got to the airport, like everything was pretty much smooth sailing. Our flight wasn't delayed, so that was really nice. Yes. The new parking situation that we have is incredible. Yeah. Like we yeah. used to go to the air or to the hotel, and then they would shuttle us. We got the parking spot. I set it all up. They have an app. You like self-check in and they literally drive the truck yeah. to your car. And they drove by right when we got there and parked and it was just like perfection. Literally. Really, to, really cool. To the back of our car. They, mm -hmm. they came over and hauled our stuff in and everything yeah. was incredible. So that's our new place. Mm -hmm. was $200 to park your car there for two weeks, but you yeah. know, it, it is what that's it is. trade off, You got to gotta do it somewhere. Uh, so and they give you a water bottle when you, uh, when come you leave. back. Yeah. yeah. You can and take that's it. always nice because you're like dying of thirst by the end. <laughs> <laughs> yep. By the end of the journey. So yeah, that was really nice. Other than I completely spaced out during my packing process. I think I was just overwhelmed with everything and I forgot about the liquids rule, which is such a new move. I beat myself up over that, but <laughs> Yeah, we thought you were um, just getting checked yeah, again. Yeah, so I had to go back through security a second time, but you yeah. know. Oh Your well. bag always gets checked. It does. Every time. Every every travel adventure I do, it always gets checked. Not for the the reason that it happened this past time. This was the legit reason. Bef yeah. I don't know why. It's just always something. But. Yeah, we were like making a joke about oh, well. it and then all of a sudden you're getting escorted back yeah, to security again yeah. to check your bag, like, which we kind of learned on this trip that checking your bag is like so much nicer than it what? is convenient not having to roll around luggage and stuff but i always just get so nervous about oh my gosh what if we don't get our bags <laughs> it causes me a great deal of stress with the overhead compartments and airplanes and anybody that's listening to this if you've ever flown before you know what that's like where you're trying to get on the plane as quick as you can because you're worried that all of the compartments are going to be taken and having mm -hmm. three carry-ons adds a lot to that stress yeah and uh, luckily, we only had one that day. And when we got on, there was literally space for one item because mm -hmm. our spots had already been used by the time right. we got on the plane. Yeah, because we're all, always towards the back. We're like group six and seven. Uh-huh. And uh, they do want to charge you to upgrade. Yeah, uh, you can do. get on earlier if you oh, want yeah. for more money. But um, It's funny you say that because I just got an email that I've earned enough mileage that my reward can be group five. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you can get on like three seconds sooner. That's your reward. Thank you. Yeah. But I mean, you, you make jokes about airlines not being generous, but like on the plane, the food. Yeah, the food was actually tasted decent. I don't think the ingredients were very good, but the food was tasty. Yeah. Uh, we were having this conversation on the way back about how American Airlines like has cheap, cheap, good food figured out, you know, good food for cheap. Yeah. Uh, and we were wondering, like, why the Punicana place, the, 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 <laughs> the, the, whoever owns all of those resorts, can't do something similar like with the buffet. It, it's pretty sad that the airplane food was better than our trip to Punicana and the all inclusive resort there. <laughs> Literally was, which is just I know. crazy. It is insane. To that think being about said, you know, I, I, I won't speak for myself, but you're a little picky when it comes to food. I, I will admit that I am. And I'm sure I like good quality ingredients. We'll be talking a lot about our Italy food here as we go on, but uh, that's that's the flight. We slept on, on the plane a, quite, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, f I feel like we all, well, I can't say you guys did because you took, both took a nap when we got to the hotel. Oh, I was But I was, I was revved up, raring to go. Yeah, because there is a six-hour time change. So when we went there, we, we moved ahead six hours, right? right yeah. So we left at like 6 p.m. Yeah, it was 6.45 at night, and then we arrived there around 9 a.m. 
their time. But it was only an eight and a half hour flight. So it was really like 14 hours of move, but only eight had. Yeah. And we didn't get a full night of sleep. So when we got there, our, our hotel was wonderful, by the way. Oh, like, yeah. Steps away from the, the Coliseum. The Palm Suite, which is right between the Coliseum and the Roman Forum. And we had a view of the top of the Roman Forum. Not a really good view like I was hoping for, but, you know, it's not a big deal. I absolutely loved the room that we had. It was so gorgeous and the decorations. I just love the arches in the stone and it was just absolutely beautiful. And they were so nice and so accommodating. I just really appreciate the, the sincerity that they seem to care and... Um, yeah, just overall, like we, there was sparkling wine, some Prosecco when we got and there. And there should be because it was kind of like a luxury yeah. resort. Yeah, it was a I know four-star hotel, I think. We do have it some... It had really good reviews. Some sleuths go on. I've, I've, I've learned this through comments. They go on and check out the places we stay just to see what the cost is and stuff like that. Oh. So, you know, you, you could find out like more about it if you wanted to there. Um, but yeah, like I felt like it was... It was really nice. It was convenient. The, oh, very, very convenient. It, it, it met and or exceeded my expectations for it. Yeah, it, it was... I mean, my only complaint about it was there was like no counter space in the bathroom. That's always your complaint. Not always. Some places are really good about it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was... Oh, yeah. yeah I had like my, my deodorant and my, like, my, my razor like in the bedroom because... Yeah. I, like, yeah, there's literally no, no no space. It didn't really bother me. And the view but, didn't bother me either. I spent zero time like sitting oh, yeah. there looking we out were, the window. We were out and about and... You want the view, enjoy. walk out the front door, turn left and oh, look at gosh. the Coliseum. Yeah. The Coliseum being right there yeah. was a, a huge convenience. Which was cool. Um, yeah, so I loved I loved the stay there. It was incredible. They were great, and it was very convenient to walk around everything. So mm -hmm. when we got there, um, the driver, he came a little too early. So he actually, it sounded like he had to leave and then bring the car back around. So we had to wait a little bit, but he was super nice and apologetic, and it was no big deal. We, mm -hmm. You know, we got there. The room was ready ahead of time, which was incredible, so that way we could go and these boys could take a nap mm -hmm. and I can unpack and do my little nesting as I say. Oh yeah, she's all about like as soon as we get in somewhere it's like gotta get everything out and unload it <laughs> and stuff. I'm just like I'm going to see I, I gotta put I gotta get my living space organized and arranged. Yeah. But then after that, after we woke up, it was a pretty epic I had day. to wake them up. Yeah. I'm like I we spent all this time and money. I like I wanna go explore. You woke me up <laughs> twice on this trip. The next day I think you woke me up, but before we get to yeah. that we went on a sightseeing tour of all the amazing things in Italy that, that afternoon. Yes. And it was amazing to me how we were able to hit all these spots in a short yeah. period of time, it seemed. Yeah, because I brought up everything. When I'm doing my planning, I bring up everything on Google Maps, and I punch in the address to our hotel, and I look and see the proximity of how close everything is. So, like, the Trevi Fountain was a 16-minute walk. The Pantheon was an 8-minute walk from the fountain. And then Piazza Navana was a four minute walk from the Pantheon and I just get everything all all mapped out there. We did make a new move though. Uh, Clark was hungry. I think I was hungry too, always. And <laughs> uh, we just stopped at a random pizza place along the way that wasn't. Yeah, because we didn't have anything substantial to eat and yeah. I know we had a bunch of walking to do so I wanted to, you guys need to fueled up. It wasn't very good, but no. it was it was okay. But we, I learned then to start checking Google reviews. And Definitely. Later in our trip that ended up paying off handsomely with a, a lunch spot we went to and uh, a gelato place that we went to as well with sandwiches and desserts. So mm -hmm. that was good. But that was a 
a pretty solid day. What was our dinner that night? I couldn't remember. What, no, that's all we did. We didn't really have a... Yeah, we were pretty full then. Then we went to the Frigidarium for um, some gelato, which is yeah. a place I scoped out ahead of time that had good reviews. And it was mm -hmm. it was delicious. It was good. Uh, what were your thoughts, uh, first impressions of Rome? Like when we first got there, my thoughts were like, wow, there's a lot of graffiti here. Oh my goodness. A lot of graffiti. None it, of it's good either. It's like, no. you know, sometimes you see graffiti that's like, even just, if it's just someone's name, it looks cool. Yeah. This is just like, I ran up, scribbled something and ran away. And every surface that you can imagine has graffiti on it. Mm -hmm. if, the, if it's a spot that you could put graffiti, it's graffitied. Yes. A lot of smells of, of urine. And, Not uh, in Rome. That was Florence. No, no, no. There was urine in, oh, in I, Rome. Oh, I missed that. No, Florence was sewer. Sewer, okay. That was a sewer I didn't smell, smell any urine, but... And uh, some fecal droppings throughout ugh. both cities. Welcome to uh, <laughs> welcome to Europe. Yeah. Um, no, no. That. I mean, that's like major cities. I guess you just have to anticipate them being a little dirty and gross. Very crowded. It was much more... Crowded and narrow, not pleasant for walking whatsoever in Rome. Lots of cars and lots of people, which makes it hard for everyone involved. Like some cities are set up well that, you know, cars get through and yeah, everything's good. Yeah, we're just it's... used to sidewalks being really spacious. Yeah. No accommodations for any handicap. I don't know. If you're a handicap, I have no idea how you travel around. We actually had that conversation about how when we went to Disney, like 10% of the population is in a scooter or maybe more even, mm -hmm. when you go to Italy, we saw no one. There was maybe one person I saw in a wheelchair, and I have no idea how they got around because there is no accommodations. Like You basically would have to roll in the street. Yeah, and, and there's not even all enough room. even it's, because it's all stone. It's awful for that. It's terrible. Did you have something you want to say, buddy? Yeah, buddy. Uh, and in, in Rome and Florence, there was dog, dog diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah. Inside of the road. Is that yes. your takeaway from the trip? Mm -hmm. Clark okay. was very obsessed over that. Oh, the pigeons too. You love the oh, pigeons. pigeons. Pigeons everywhere. Why do you like chasing the pigeons? I don't know if we ever revealed that in the... Because I think the pigeons are adorable and I just want to pick it up and have it as my pet. They don't like that though, do they? No. No. They don't want to have anything to What do else did you think about Rome? Like when you first got there, what did you think? Like real busy? About that? Yeah, I felt real busy and like... Yeah, you didn't seem to like it at first. You came around, though. Yeah. So that was good. Once we went, got to Florence and Venice, I really liked it. Rome was just no-no. Yeah. Yeah, Rome, yeah, Rome was, was much more It was certainly a city. Difficult. And yeah. we kind of knew what we were going to And the walkways, that's the difference. Like, Flor or, um, yeah, Florence was a bit wider walking and yeah. less busy. And then Venice was actually wonderful because there was no cars. Florence had sidewalks, which was a luxury yes. when we out there. Yeah. Other luxuries that we have here in the United States that we didn't even realize, at least me, uh, ice in your water. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a luxury. Well, I already knew that they didn't really do ice over there. And bathrooms are far and few between and very hard to come by. And if you do, there's a chance that you may have to pay to actually go into a bathroom. Yeah. Even if you already paid admission to go into like a museum, they still charge you to go into the bathroom. In some cases, yeah. And if you go to the bathroom, there's literally like one stall for men and women. Mm -hmm. So the women, of course, take longer. Oh my gosh. And I... we would go to the bathroom. There'd be a lineup every time of like hundreds of women. I would have to wait so long. I don't know what the women do in there but like i go in i pee i come back out like that one day we waited for a family for like 20 yes, minutes in there I, I have no idea what what they were doing constipation it's, it it's was, terrible it was insane <laughs> how long the wait was oh my gosh yeah it's it's nuts 
Anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves, I think, here. That was kind of our, our first day, first impressions, things we did. What was day two? Yeah. Refresh me. That was the Coliseum tour. So, yeah. So, in the morning, well, we had our breakfast. I think we decided to do that, like, what she called, like, a continental breakfast, which was really nice. A nice spread. We were able to, like, save some things and save some food items and then have the next day for breakfast. But then we went to the Coliseum. We got a tour of that and the Roman Forum in Palatine Hill. And I really liked our tour guide. The best one, probably. And it was cool. There was a thunderstorm that oh, happened. Oh, yeah. Tell them about the coolest thing that happened, Clark, man, during that day. There was, like, rivers and stuff of rainwater going down, like, the side of the sidewalks. What did you have to wear that day? What did you put on? A poo-poo Joe. <laughs> yeah. <I'm Joe. laughs> the, uh, the guys that, that fleece you for water outside, that day, when it started raining, turned into poncho salesmen. So for five <laughs> euros uh, each... You could get a poncho. So they ponchoed it up. Yeah. We, we got our shoes ponchos. soaked. That was yeah. crazy. I had to dry our shoes out like in the afternoon with a blow dryer trying to clean that up. 30 minutes. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So but, it was amazing seeing the Coliseum. I wish we would have had more time there though. I really wanted to explore the inside a little bit. And I thought we were going to go down in the like the ground floor area, but we didn't. So. That was unfortunate, but it was just an amazing sight to see, and I never tired of seeing such an incredible structure. And it, the history with it was kind of like emotionally overwhelming at some points, like when you think about all of the the deaths that happened there. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about, you know, how they separated the men from the women. The women had to go up to the top and didn't really have much of a view, which I imagine they pr probably didn't want to see that. Um, but I don't know, it was just fascinating, the culture of the time, and you just wonder what the mindset is of the people, like you're going to this event to watch people and animals battle to the death. I mean, it's essentially the same thing that we experience today at sporting events, only there's no death. We have, right. we have a game that, that is played. And to then, some people, it is life or death if your team wins. And then you think about how strict the like Catholics are with that, and like these are... Christian people and like death is a sin and like why are you they're watching it for sport right they're like wow that was so much fun watching that lion get slaughtered that was neat mm -hmm. okay let's go back home now right and then like children seeing that too I just do you think someday people will feel the same way about our sports now like why do we watch men throw a ball back and forth and hit each other with like football helmets on and stuff like what's the purpose of that I don't know it does make you wonder I think there is some pride in like you know the community. There's that. The there's pride in like together. like winning and like defeating someone else. I think that's important, and it still is today. Um, but it was just more of a, a graphic thing back then. Mm -hmm. But that was a fun time, and I think you know ideally you don't want to be out there in the rain, but it added like an element to our story, which I thought was pretty fun. Yeah. So then after the Coliseum. Um, and that tour and the room and form and everything, we decided to go get something to eat before going back to the hotel to dry out the shoes and clothing and such. And we went to a place I had picked out for the previous day that we didn't go to, and it was um, La Licata, and uh, that was really good. You mm. had pizza there, I think. And a sandwich. And I, oh, no, no, yeah, that's right. You, well, you know, you got both, didn't you? Yeah, I had, we had a, had a sandwich, and then we got like a, a, yeah, a pizza because we pizza needed too. pizza. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, have pizza the sandwich day. was incredible. It had like um, pistachios oh, on yeah. it, and like this beautiful—I don't know what the cheese was because everything, like, mm. there was just 
they were just lined up in a window, so I just selected one that I thought looked good, and it was so good. It was like ham and this really like smooth cheese, and then pistachio. Yeah. Clark Man got a it ham and cheese delicious. sandwich. That's where he had that amazing hot chocolate. These oh, memories yeah. are easier for me and to remember because I edited the videos already, so I can like re remember. Capri salad. I love the Capri salad. Yeah. Uh, so that was really good, and then we went back and we relaxed for a little bit, and. What did we do after that? Spice shopping. Yes. We went to Emporio della Spezie. I think that's how you say it. And I got some gifts for my mom and for my sister-in-law because her birthday's coming up. And then we went to that epic dinner at Norone. Oh, yeah. What about that one, Clark, man? You remember what you had at Norone? Pasta? Yeah. <laughs> you can either guess yeah. pizza or yeah, pasta pizza or and you'd be right every time. Yeah, probably. spaghetti. You had spaghetti there. Yeah. With, um, was it the pasta or? Not the favorite one that you had. This one was like the regular with the spaghetti sauce. and Yeah. Um, where you were learning to twirl like the Pomodoro spaghetti. Pomodoro or something like that. Yeah. The, the one where that guy was like really kind. Oh, stuff. yeah. Where the waiter was just above and beyond and mm -hmm. then gave me like three free shots of the lemoncello, the meloncello, and a pistachio one. Yeah, hook, hooked you up. <laughs> Yeah, that's that how you really win people good. over right there. That was pretty cool to have that. It was mm -hmm. a, it was a fantastic experience overall. And we ducked out of a rainstorm that happened while we were in there too. So that was good. Yeah, Rome was just like rain the whole time. Mm -hmm. Even the next day, what did we do the next day there? And the next day, that was our day at the Vatican museums. That was that was a mixture of awesomeness, like the Sistine Chapel. We got to see that. Yeah, but that also was... the the busiest place that you can oh imagine. My gosh, it was like to the point where I. I had to, you had to have, have a lot of patience. <laughs> like even just thinking about it, it like raises my blood pressure because I just I don't like being in crowds, but you know, I want to see these amazing things, and so it's the trade-off. Like you have to deal with the cluster and the crowds mm -hmm. in order to see these amazing, amazing art pieces of artwork and and you know structures and ruins and everything that we've learned about or in textbooks our whole life and then being able to finally see them in person is it's been a dream come true yeah that was a fun experience that day other than like we did spend a lot of time walking there we got pizza on the way it's, it's gonna be a recurring theme of course that you'll see throughout this uh the walk was pretty good the the, the place the meeting place i was like dude this is not, yeah this is it not looked a good spot. really sketchy and like it was like the dirtiest like <laughs> dankest part of rome i felt like not that we saw it all but i was like are you sure this is where it's at and it was mm -hmm. and then uh we did the tour the tour well, guide that way day too was... many people in that tour there's like 27. yeah and then when you you're mixing with all these other tour groups as well and like everyone's passing through like a narrow doorway mm -hmm. it's very hard to stick with your yeah. group um it's hard but... to really enjoy everything because you're just constantly like looking around making sure no one steps on you and you don't step on someone else i was and... trying to be respectful too because i was getting video and there's some cases where i wanted to film a little bit longer but i was like i don't want to have my camera up here like filming when i should be taking like a picture technically and walking away yeah. so i felt some pressure there although some people don't give a, a rip about no. that um yeah i do i try to accommodate other people because i don't you know they're there to see it too and i don't want to block them in any way yeah. but i also want to look too but ultimately, like the, for me, the payout was the Sistine Chapel, and if I could just have gone there and seen that, I that would have been a successful day for me. That mm -hmm. was just cool. It was one of those moments, just like seeing the Colosseum and the Statue of David, which will be coming up here. Uh, it was just amazing to actually be there in that moment and be like, "This is something that I've seen 
but I'm actually seeing it now. Yeah, with your own eyes rather than in a book or yeah. on the internet. Crazy. Yeah, it was just wonderful. Oh, just really, really cool. I will day. say, like, St. Peter's Basilica ain't got nothing on... Uh, Westminster. Westminster. We, we got <laughs> spoiled by going to the greatest church of all time it seems yeah that was like one of our first and now every time we go sorry, to one of these i do have to say i love the the uk chapels better yeah and now it's like we go to these ones and it's like oh this isn't as cool as or that cathedrals, is yeah. cathedral yeah i mean whatever you want to call it church cathedral mm -hmm. church yeah it was cool yeah it was it was incredible um and then we went to your favorite pizza oh, spot my, i think my for favorite dinner. yeah i was surprised that like I did all these different pizzas, and my favorite pizza still is one that's in our like town next to us. Um, but the pizza that we had there lat, lat night was kind of like a flat pizza with like some spicy like salami yeah, type stuff. Very thin on it. crust. I uh, will say I mm, love every good. pizza we had. The dough and crust was always epic for me. Yeah, it was all I good. I loved the crust. And we gave it a lot of samples, but that pizza in particular, just in this random little alleyway that was near our hotel. Yeah, it was like literally a two-minute walk from our hotel. It was the best pizza I had there. It was Lari the Vino, or Iari. Iari. Iari the Vino. Yeah. We said it wrong in the video, so I cut it yeah, out. Yeah, because it was, a, it was a capital I that looked like an L, and I should have known better. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't Lari. Lari the Iari. cable guy <laughs> restaurant. So that was our day three. We, yep. How many so days do we our, have? 12? That was our last day in Rome. We had 11 nights, so yeah. Okay, so this is going to be a long episode, it seems. Yeah, so I know. I was thinking we should probably pick up the pace a little bit. Okay. It's really dragging. It's, no, it's okay. How long? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be two hours long. I know. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Day four. This is where our memory is going to get a little harder because I haven't edited these videos yet. This is my next video I'm making. So we took the train to Florence, and that was flawless. That was an easy... Yep, they, they took us to the train station. Uh, the train station was really nice and well-organized and, and clean and smaller than the UK one that we went to. Uh, well, at least in, in London. Mm -hmm. And they had a Lego store there. Yeah, so Clark yeah. and I went Lego shopping, and that should be like a whole video within itself. And I think a lot of people will be excited to see that, probably. Yeah, I knew there was a Lego store in Rome. I just didn't realize it was in the train station. So that worked out really nicely. And someone saw us there. That's so crazy. They're probably listening to this, and I'm angry that you didn't come up and say hi. They left a comment saying, "We, I think we saw you in the, the Roma Termini or that whatever. Is... I'm like... This is wild. Worldwide, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, then we took um, a taxi off of the train station to our our flat or apartment. And oh, that, that was really, really up there. There was no, um, there was no escalator or not escalator, a uh, elevator. Four stories. Or a lift. <laughs> Four stories of, of climbing with our suitcases. But tell us about the flat, buddy. It was so amazing. They had a little upstairs area and it had like two a beds loft. up there, an AC. Yeah. How many bathrooms did it have? They had two. Two bathrooms. Yeah, this place was huge. I had no idea how big it was. Like the pictures didn't seem like it was mm. as big as it Very long, was. narrow place. Yeah. But it was... Yeah, you could have a whole big family there. It was really something. All of our places were air-conditioned, too, which is lovely. Yes. So I heard people talking it was a like... They were talking about trying to get to sleep, and they had a USB fan plugged into their computer or something trying to get to sleep one night. And I'm like, man, I'm glad we got places with air-conditioning. Yeah, I made sure that... It was hot. Our places. It, it, we it. should say, I don't think we talked about the weather at all. There was rain, of course, but it was very hot, and it would have been hotter 
uh, if we had count a week later, like 10 degrees hotter. Yeah. So we're thankful that we had the rain, at least in Rome. Mm -hmm. But Italy, uh, Florence wasn't nearly as warm. Did yes. you want to say something, bud? Eight people could probably up live in there, like two upstairs, two on the two sofas. Yeah. Two, yeah if you two, really wanted to split it. There's mm -hmm. two beds. I had one bed in myself. Me and my mom and dad had their own bed, which two people per bed. So one, two, three, there's four. four. Yep, and then there's so, space upstairs, loft, or sleeping on the couch. You could sleep probably. Eight people. Yeah. It'd be pretty people. cheap if you went there with a whole squad and yeah, split it. Two families it. could could make it work. It would be a nightmare. Two. With, families especially with four. one shower. I mean, it was a it was a bath and a half. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the water <laughs> was warm for like two minutes, and then I'd shut it off, let it warm up again, and back on. It's almost <laughs> like there was like a tank of hot water that that existed for a few minutes, and then it would go cold. But then it would get warm again, and mm -hmm. I would—I just tried to get everything done in the first two minutes and get yeah. get the heck out of there. I would just lather up my hair and let that sit <laughs> for a few minutes, and then yeah. rinse out. But yeah, it was really cool. And then I got like the little Italian coffee pot, and um, I really liked it, so I, I just ordered one from Amazon so we can have one here. Mm. Like the little Italian mocha pot, um, I think that's what they're called. Yeah, just to be clear, this was like an actual household. This is like an Airbnb, if you, yeah. if you can imagine that. Not like a hotel where you walk past like a... Not like an apartment or a flat. Yeah, it was like it was like that. So you had like all the dishes there. You had a, a, a full kitchen. You uh -huh. had bedroom, Washing bathroom, machine was towels. a lifesaver. No, no uh, dryer though, so I had to air dry everything. They had a little terrace that I could lay the clothes out onto. So that was cool. You know, I just... You felt like a resident of of the town, so that's what I really like about renting. That really sold spaces. me on doing those type of places versus mm -hmm. the hotels because hotel is like it feels not like you, yeah, it's you, not yours. You don't you own feel, the place. You, not that this felt like ours, but it did kind of feel we had very a key home. to it. It was our home for yeah, the time it really we were there. did feel like home away from home. So that was a really nice experience, and the people who were in charge of it like gave us wine and olive oil from their farm, their family farm, and were very accommodating and always quick to answer any questions and offer their assistance and advice. So mm -hmm. it was absolutely lovely. I really enjoyed the place that we stayed at there. Um, and then we got settled and then we went to the grocery store, Conad City Supermarket and got some grocery items. And then that evening we had a really cool family cooking class mm -hmm. where we made pizza, handmade pasta, fettuccine pasta and Oh my gosh, the dessert was the best one. We made gelato along with a sorbet. Yeah. The food sucked though. I mean, I, I wanted to eat the pizzas. The pizza, I felt like the woman or the instructor should have recommended that we really stretched out the dough. They were too thick and yes, doughy. Yes, yeah. It was just like all dough. And, and not and enough toppings on them. And the, yeah. the, what really sucked is I felt like... The pasta was really good. I though. really wanted the pizza that I made. And I realized instantly when she started taking them that... It was just a collective thing. So yeah. everyone was making their own pizza, but they didn't like separate them in a way that you had you knew which you pizza had was yours. yours that you made. So, I agree. I feel like the instructor should have um, had a, a more organized system of making sure that you got the one that you made. And my pizza was like one of the thinnest ones yeah, on it was. there. So whoever got my pizza probably actually had a good experience. Yeah, and I added more sauce and cheese to my toppings. The one I had because I noticed a lot of people were going really skimpy on it. And I'm like, mm -mm. dude, load that baby up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the ones like we tried it, several of them, and like I couldn't even eat the crust. Yeah, they were. And the pasta was bad. like mad, but we did have. We had wine there, and I definitely felt that. Pasta oh my gosh, yeah, thing. the wine was good. I'm not a huge wine fan, but every wine I had there was pretty good. That's the only time I really drank other than trying your drinks. And but like, I do prefer white over red. 
There you go. You learned something. The pasta mm-hmm. was good. Dad's not really a pasta guy, so... Yeah, don't take my opinion on pasta. Yeah, Clark and I, we love our pasta, and the pasta was good. I'm a pizza guy, and I tell you, that pizza was a zero out of ten. <laughs> zero out of zero. Yeah. Um, all right, so next day. This is day five. Day five. Friday. And we did the walking tour, because that was recommended that mm. we do a walking tour to get our bearings about us in the new city. And, and that was nice. Uh, we did see a lot of things that we then saw later, and we're like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that on the walking tour. Tours are always better when you're constantly moving. Right, and this one was constantly moving, so that was nice. And then we went, and I forget where we had lunch, lunch? that day. Shoot, this is where I, I yeah, we my memory is. Yeah, video, so it's. Yeah. It just says lunch forever on the outline here. Yeah, because um, it was like a spontaneous. Gosh, that was like a week, lunch spot. In, a week ago into our trip. I'm sure whatever it was, you had pizza. <laughs> Just assume that I had pizza. <laughs> oh my gosh. Obsessed. No, no, that was Pino's. That's the day that I chose Pino sandwiches. Oh, right. The yeah, best, you looked up a That spot was my to favorite food. Paninis, yes. Yeah, we got paninis at Pino's and had great reviews. Inside there, the loveliest old man. It wasn't old man, but an older guy that, like, it almost looked like when I was getting him on video. I remember looking through like the the screen there, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This looks like something out of a magazine." It was like yeah. a typical Italian guy making these sandwiches. The younger guy was like, he wanted to be in my video, and yeah, he he, was they, funny. they made us some bomb sandwiches that we took back home and ate that day, and they were slamming. They were delicious. Sla- that was my favorite thing that we had in Florence because I had very bad luck with dinners in Florence. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I put myself I out there everything. to try new things that weren't pizza and every time I kind of well, got Well, your big mistake was you didn't have like the Florentine steak it's because raw. they only come in rare and medium It's rare, not even rare. Which, it's five degrees under rare, which I, means it's still mooing. I like Mo. medium rare <laughs> and I, I'm, I, I regret not getting one. I should have. I don't but regret it. But it was just so much. It was a lot of meat. It's huge <laughs> and raw and I like my stuff like medium, medium. And Clark raw. won't eat, he loves steak, but he won't eat it without his steak sauce. So. Yeah, I would have been ketchup disappointed. And I was a, I was a pizza no, guy ketchup while I was there. Worcestershire sauce. Was that the, that <laughs> was the, Worcestershire. was that the dinner that we had at, um, that I got like the, almost like a macaroni and cheese pasta? Oh my goodness, Quick I can't thing. remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think, or is that the night, night after? You're Dang. skipping ahead to dinner. Before before dinner, oh, what did after we do for lunch, dinner? <laughs> yeah. we went to Uffizi's gallery oh. and the Academia tour. So that's when we saw amazing Renaissance artwork and the Statue of David, which was so incredible to see in person. I love that. That was my highlight of Florence. I loved that. I loved that so much. It was huge too. It's way I, bigger than you think I it's know. gonna be. I know. Like I never dreamed it was that big. Well, it was supposed to be on top of a building. Yeah. So it would have looked tiny up there, but mm-hmm. in front of you it was pretty wild and epic. It, also it was epic. also went to a Lego store too. Oh yes, there was a, a Lego store that we went to. Was that that day? That was the, oh, that was the next day, buddy. You're jumping ahead a day. Yeah. I'm realizing now how much my videos really help my memory of yeah, our trips that's because true. it's when like you start to go through. Them. I live it twice basically. Mm-hmm. So now we're falling yeah. apart. So the here. statue, of David, absolutely amazing, uh, hands down. You have to have to see that in person. We didn't do it, it the next day. We did it that day because remember we saw that statue that day. And we... we might have, like I might yeah. have had it scheduled for. No, we did the we did the Lego store yeah, we after we, we did, went we to the did. bell tower. Okay, you're right. You're so right. dinner we that did. night. Dinner that night. I don't remember. Yes, yes, it was the one <laughs> where we're in that little um, courtyard area, and I got the macaroni and cheese. Essentially, like, oh, I tried this weird pasta, yes. and it was almost like macaroni and cheese. 
and then we went to my favorite gelato place right after that because it was right around the mm. corner. Was that the one where I got like the pear filled pasta? No, that, that was Natalino's okay. the, right. the next okay. night. The, the okay, one... yes. You looked up a gelato place and I'm telling you what, it was the texture was so creamy, unlike anything I've ever experienced. It was mind blowing. Someone wrote a review that said that they had it every day of their trip and they can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. When they wrote like this crazy elaborate article and I was like, that's our place. And it, they yeah. were not lying about it, it. That was the place where we had the cold soup, tomato soup. Yep, that was it. Mm -hmm. You had the cold tomato soup, which apparently is a thing. I can't remember what mom had because I haven't edited yet. But yeah, I can't even remember. It was it was a good blurred. meal. I I just saw this pasta thing and I was like, I'll try pasta tonight. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it wasn't as good as I'd hoped. Also, yeah. the guy at the gelato place was kind to that guy. Everybody was. Oh yeah, yeah. super Every, nice. Italy people, very warm and friendly. Italians are great. Mm -hmm. All right, so it takes us to day six, almost a halfway point here. Okay. So this was the guided tour of the Patisserie and Domo Museum Cathedral, plus we climbed the bell tower. Okay, we'll shorten this to the point where we say that the guy was super long, drawn out, boring. Yes. Uh, be the best part of it was when we were finally done and yeah. then got to go... S Although go there was the a statue, tower. a Michelangelo statue in there that was yeah. my favorite art piece that I saw. Yeah, that was really Unfinished cool. piece. I, th I forget what it's called, but Clark and I built it out of Lego using the Legos that we bought later that day. <laughs> but we did go to see the bell tower. What'd you think about that, buddy? How many steps did we climb to get up there? 400? <laughs> 400 plus steps to get up to the top of this bell tower to see the best view of Florence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the highlight there. Dude. And then we, uh, the Lego store was only a two minute walk mm -hmm. from there, so we decided to go there. And we did a pick-a-brick where mm -hmm. we got we had this idea when I was looking at that statue that I loved that we would get nothing but tan pieces to try to replicate some like Michelangelo statues and we did just that and Clark made a really cool one using those. Yeah, we made the, the exact same statue but we had to sadly tear it apart. Yeah, it couldn't travel with us because we we're out of space. But that was a fun day. And then that night we went to was it was that what is Natalino's? Natalino. Yeah, Natalino. And that was we ate like kind of like on. The, on the street, essentially, like they had tables out there, but it was really tightly packed together. So it's almost like we had to have lunch with this lady and her daughter too. Yeah. <laughs> like listening to their conversation about their brother being a, a slacker and coming home at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and how the dad's trying to bond with them. It was kind of interesting just listening into that. Um, yeah. We don't have much to say at dinner because we spend so much darn time together. It's not like we sit down and have like these groundbreaking Almost, conversations. Yeah, We're just like We're together twenty four seven. Okay. So it's like we've already There's nothing I could said. say to you that I that I have not said already. <laughs> All right. Probably. All right. Next day, day seven. It's just Sunday. And that one we did uh just oh. entry tickets to a museum, the Bar Bargello National Museum. That made me realize that I like doing our own pace of tour and just looking at things much more than having someone take three hours to walk us through and tell yeah, us everything. And having to be with a group of people. And I'm not going to retain it. So it's like, let's just look and, and my, what I did in that, for that video was I tried to find my favorite thing in every room we went into and it made it a fun challenge for Clark too. So that was fun. Yeah. What was your favorite thing about that museum? Did you have, uh, not the weaponry. Yeah. The weapons. Oh my gosh. The the room of weaponry was just incredible. I don't know why. I've just always liked weapons. Not using them, but just admiring the craftsmanship. Yeah. Is this the last day? Uh, this... Because this was a, yeah, this was our Leonardo and stuff. Yeah, this was our last day of um, oh. just hanging out in Florence because the next day was an all-day event um, to Tuscany, but we'll get to that here in a moment. So yeah, we did that. We just kind of went through at our own pace. 
We went by the statue, the Fountain of Neptune in the Piazza della Signoria, which we did the other day. Mm -hmm. um, that afternoon tour was the best spontaneously one. found the Leonardo da Vinci Interactive Museum just a couple oh, days amazing. before we left for our trip, and that was definitely well worth it. Oh, I love that. Why did you like that yeah. museum in particular, Clark? Because you could actually use the things, like they're supposed to be intended to, like crank things. And what were those things, though? What, were all, what was all that stuff in there? Um, inventions that Leonardo was thinking about making. What was your favorite invention that he made that you got to experience? I can say what I think it was. What was it? The crane. Remember the crane that he made that oh, we were yeah. swinging around and oh, you, yeah, you tried hitting mom in the head with it? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I really, there were so many cool things in there. Yeah. I was like inspired to make all that stuff out of Lego too. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, it'd be so cool if I did... I, like I was thinking about Leonardo with Lego Technic, he would have had so much fun with Lego Technic. <laughs> yeah. He would have been, he would have made so many cool things. Mm -hmm. But that's like he was doing Lego Technic with all this wooden stuff, and it was incredible. Like there was this one thing that was like, you roll up to the outside of a castle wall, and it makes almost like a bridge for the guys to like walk up it as it un, like it's on wheels, and then it just rolls up to the side, and you can walk right over their castle walls. And over their moat, which would have been so crazy to see. Like, can you imagine, like, you think you have this fort mm -hmm. and you're in your castle and all oh, this thing rolls up and everyone just comes right over the wall? Yeah. Would have been crazy. Yeah, that was really I incredible. can't wait to edit I love that video. Da Vinci. Oh my gosh. Mine, so that interactive my museum favorite, was great. Let me talk. My, my, my favorite. <laughs> so sorry. My favorite thing was um, that tank tread in that room where we did the puzzle. Mm, yeah, that, that was cool. That tread thing that was like next to the ball thing. Yeah. He actually had a tank in there, too. He invented a tank. Remember the yeah. thing we were moving? Oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was my favorite museum, I think. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, it was you, you could play around with everything in there. <clears throat> yeah. And there was nobody guiding you. You just could read if you want, or mm -hmm. you could do, like, little puzzles. And yeah. It was cool. Loved it. Yep. So then that evening we had dinner at La Spada, which is recommended from the lady that took us to the flat and the assistant to the owner. And that was really nice. That was an authentic experience. That's where you had your favorite pasta with the olive oil and garlic, buddy. Oh, that's the place that I got like the meat platter thing yeah. and I did not like it. It didn't turn out. You should have just got like the steak Florentine. Yeah, so you say. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with that meal. I had I had like and my, my meal at the night before at Natalino, that was weak too. I got some type of like steak with uh, sauce on it. It was like meat meat with sauce, almost like if you would picture like uh, veal or whatever. Oh, it was almost like a chicken parmesan, but with steak instead yeah, of chicken. But the steak wasn't great. So I was 0 for 3 for good dinners in Florence. So my favorite thing that I ate in Florence was pinot sandwiches. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. That was my, my favorite. Was that the one where I had the pear? Yeah. Wait. No, no, no. That no, was the night before that, with the pear-filled yeah. pasta. That, that was, was incredible. That was the best thing we had that night. Anyways, I wasn't upset because I had lots of pizza and everything was good. Yeah. So. Yeah, everything was delicious for me. I, yeah. I enjoyed everything. What was day eight? Day eight, Monday. That oh. was the a 12 to 13 hour tour of getting on a bus and then going to, we started in Saint-Germain, I think I said that. Sanji, I think is the um, shortened version of that, the medieval town where mm. they had all these shops and restaurants, we went to that cafe. Really and, cool walk up this hill oh, to end, like the place had gorgeous. so much character. The countryside is the way to go. Like if we do a trip to Italy, if we we're fortunate enough to be able to do it again, the countryside is where I want to go. Uh, just the views on gorgeous. views. Gorgeous. 
You can uh, imagine a better view. Maybe the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Yeah. Just particularly after we left that place, we went to a lunch spot. And on a ate, farm. On a farm, and we ate outside, and it was... Oh, it was it was so cool. So beautiful. But the next town we went to, I didn't like nearly no, as much. No, Siena. I was not a fan. We were there for a short period of time. Yeah, I think it was because I didn't know. They made us do another guided tour into a cathedral, and I was just kind of over it at that point. And so I just wanted tours. to explore the town itself. So we ended up getting stuck on this guided tour. Yeah. And then we had very little time after that, other than just to meet and back at the square. Every stop we did, I feel like we had to walk over a mile. Yeah, the bus would drop. <laughs> the bus would stop at a place. We would walk like a mile to the location, and then walk around in the location, but, but and what, have to walk a mile back. What frustrated me though is when the bus would then leave, we would drive past the location that we like could have like walked right yeah, onto. Yeah, could have just dropped us off. He could have just stopped the bus for. It two normally, it wouldn't be a big deal, but when it's that long of a day, and we have the little guy, was, and we've already done so much <laughs> the several days mm -hmm. leading up to that, it was just like, oh my gosh. But the stop after that was the best stop. What was that? Pisa. Oh, yeah. The Leaning Tower of Pisa. The Leaning Tower of Pisa was awesome. Also, we, we went up that. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I was actually scared. What was it like climbing <laughs> at Clark, man? It, it was like tilting to the right, and it felt just kind of scary because you're like, because when you're on the side that's leaning over on the right, because there's a circle that goes all around where you can stand at. It feels like you're in a slide forward and fall off. Luckily, yeah, when they have fences there. So. When you're going up the spiral, it, at one point, it feels like you're going to fall over like yeah, to the one side. And then the other side, you're like hit, hanging on the wall. <laughs> and then we got to the top and saw a great view. But it was all very rushed because there had been an accident on the oh, road right. earlier that day. So, so we were time was very limited. We were kind of speed running it. We got to see it. We got some great photos outside. I fell on I the last step. I was going to say, and then the best part was... Oh, my God. <laughs> literally went up and down the tower, and we're walking out on the last two steps to walk out onto the ground. My, <laughs> I just seen Craig go down. <laughs> I, my, my foot slipped out from under me, and I fell right on my tailbone. And if you're wondering how that feels on marble... Oh. It freaking sucks. I'm still feeling it today on my tailbone. Oh, man, I hope there's no permanent damage. Hopefully, it's just a little bruise. At least I can healing. say that that's where it happened at. Oh it was, my it was gosh. pretty cool. But something even hilarious. cooler happened to Clark Man when we were leaving. We were very hungry, uh -huh. and we we see all these McDonald's bags. Let me see. Okay, let me just. I'll lead up to it, and you can say what happened. We see these McDonald's bags, but we have to leave like within. Yeah, like there a was minute. no time to get dinner, and we no. were really starving by that. Starving. Point, it's like eight o'clock at night. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, where's the McDonald's? I go out and I I'm looking, and the, the fake Rolex guy comes over, and he's like, "Would you like a Rolex?" And I'm like, "No, but where's the McDonald's?" <laughs> so uh, we go over, and I, I look inside, and there's a whole queue of people waiting for their food. So I'm like, "All right, we we failed." We don't have uh, time. And um, I guess before that though, I asked I asked a guy that was standing by, I'm like, "Where'd you get that?" Because he had a bags of McDonald's. And I was like, where'd you get that? And he's like, oh, right out there. And then I found out there wasn't enough time. So we come back in defeat. And we come over and stand by the guide. And then what happened there, Clark, man? The, the kind guy that we asked about where's the McDonald's came over. Not the Rolex guy, but he <laughs> gave me to a, ba one, a random bag. It had chicken nuggets in there, which tasted nothing like American chicken nuggets. How so? It tasted like real chicken in there. Like it wasn't just like Yeah, and cardboard. I looked and it was like yeah. a solid piece of white meat. Solid piece of white meat. That he had the drink though. There's straws in there. What else though? You got french fries? Uh, yeah, we got french fries for days. And what sauce? 
barbecue. Yeah. Not sweet and sour. He dog. almost had Clark Mann's order down, but this is such a sweet guy. He was another oh guy gosh. on the on the tour yeah. guide or on the tour, and we asked him, and I think he saw us come back empty-handed and probably felt bad. Oh, I was so grateful because I know Clark was so hungry by that and point. And he gave Clark Mann, we offered to pay him, he said no. He, he gave mm -hmm. Clark basically a whole meal of of chicken yeah. nuggets, which basically is basically like a happy meal. It was a six piece. You mm -hmm. didn't even need the sauce because there was so much flavor on the nuggets. Like you didn't even need the sauce. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He ate him plain. But man, that was just an incredible experience. So like some like something that nice happening. And this isn't the first time this is like things like this have happened to us. And you just feel so appreciative of how generous and kind yeah, people are. Yeah, it's so nice when you run into kind people. Yeah. Like it was so. And of wonderful. course, we've seen a lot of that online too with our audience too. But oh, this yeah. is just a random guy. And it yeah, was pretty, it just pretty restores well. your faith in humanity. But we uh, we drove back then, got back pretty late, walked back to our place, and that was a wrap for, uh, yeah. I guess, day And it was eight. a mile walk to and from the meeting location, too. So we definitely got, <laughs> we, we got, our we miles, got in. miles in that I came day. home and ate like a couple bowls of cereal, I think. That's what I had for yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty crazy. I stayed strong. All right, what's next day? All right, next day we travel to our last destination, which was Venice. So mm. this is Tuesday. And we take a train, and that was a couple hours uh, to get to from Florence to Venice. Train was pretty easy again. Yep. And then we got Flawless. off. We were a little overwhelmed. There were scammers trying to get us to ride in their taxis. Ooh, let me tell you the story. We walk out. There's all these guys in orange vests. And the guy starts asking Cody where she's trying to go, and she's bringing it up on her phone. And I look down at his name tag, and he was like a... a, a Indian dude or whatever, yeah, Middle he did Eastern. Look like, yeah. It was a white dude on his name tag. They were yeah, trying to look picture. official, like they had these orange vests on. There was a bunch of these dudes, and they all mm -hmm. look the same too. Yeah. Not, not being racist, uh, no racist. But th there's a white dude on his name tag, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and I didn't feel good about talking to him. He like, was this like, this doesn't feel right. It was all very confusing, and um, I think what they try to do is they try to walk you down to the water taxi, which you could walk down to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then they want you to pay them money for like escorting them basically. Yeah. So we got out of that. But then um, we were overwhelmed with like what to do because it's just like there's no cars. And no. to get to your place, you have to go by boat. So we had the option of doing like this, the water bus or to do a taxi, like a, a private taxi. And we opted for that just because I thought it'd be cool and like a, a good cool experience. experience. But it was expensive. Yeah, it, was. it was 60 euros to get to our hotel, uh, which wasn't super far. But we got to see some great views in the weigh-in and stuff. And then uh, he didn't even drop us off right at our hotel, which yeah, he could which have done. he should have done. But maybe that would have been more. I don't know. I don't but know he dropped either. us off pretty close, and we ended up at like Saint Marco, the Saint Marco Square, yeah. and then we walked like 0.2 miles. I think it was it wasn't too bad. And to it's our... all pedestrians, no cars. Yeah, that was really nice. Like Venice was my favorite place to walk around. What was your first thoughts on Venice, Clark? Man, what was your first impressions when you got there? I thought it was amazing. I loved how there's just boats there. There's plenty of space to walk. I wouldn't get ran over by a car. <laughs> you tried to a couple times in Rome, didn't you? <laughs> God, that was a little scary. Uh, what'd you think of our hotel there? What was the hotel called? If people are wondering. Oh, jeepers! Um, it's the one we can never say. Yeah, that one is uh, it's Hotel Alpante Deus. So Sperry. There you go. And that one, uh, that was really cool. It was in a Venetian style. So it was like fabric overwhelmed. <laughs> it was wacky. Giant glass chandelier that was made in, I think, Murano. And so it was like definitely. Uh, drapery over our bed. Oh, yes. The drapes. Huge curtains from the ceiling to the floor on the door. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is when you walk down our little patio, if you look to your left, you can see one of the canals. Which yeah. Is cool, and yeah. So I thought it, you know, it's busy inside, but it. It was done in a way that it was just so gorgeous mm -hmm. and 
you know, authentic to that area. Oh, I want to say something about... The hotel about, did stink inside, It though. smelled like the canal, yeah, which was right by Yeah, it smelled like the canal. But I want to say one positive thing about all these places we've stayed in Italy. Their internet is the fastest I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never had higher upload speeds than at these places. Like, I would have a 20-minute video I upload. It takes, like, 10 minutes to upload that. I'm like, what? How would... Like, they don't have ice in their water or bathrooms, but they have blazing <laughs> internet. Yeah. I just don't even know how it's possible, but I was very appreciative of that. All right. What did we do our first day in, in Venice? Um, so we, they were able to get us in right away, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was about check-in time anyway. So it was around two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, then we got pizza. Of course. Yeah. yeah there believe was, it or not, we got pizza. Oh, there was, was the a pizza, pizza I've had. There was a pizza place that was recommended in my Rick Steves book that was just a few steps from our hotel. Mm -hmm. So that was really nice. Yes, sir. Um, it was very good. And then... Then, oh, we had the gondola ride. That oh. was the highlight. Oh, yeah. Clark, man, tell about the gondola ride. So we went down through these little alleyways. It was amazing. Like, it, it was remarkable. <laughs> what did you see, though? You tell me, tell me, like, paint a picture if someone was on this trip with us. So what did the boat look like? Long? It, it was just long alleyways where it was just the back of buildings. Like literally floating by buildings. Yeah, like behind the behind the scenes, Venice. Yeah, kind of. So the gondola is like a long boat, it's and then long black mm -hmm. boat you with red. In, Mom and I sat side by side. Clark sat in front, which definitely tilted the boat over a little bit. But then on the mm -hmm. back of the boat, because he's so heavy, because of all that pizza he's eating. Hey. <laughs> and then uh, on the back of the boat, what's what, what's the guy dressed like? What's he wearing? He's like wearing like a sun hat, kind of like the striped shirt, like he just went to prison. <laughs> he just got he, the guy broke out of prison wearing a striped shirt, and then he has like an oar that he navigates down the canals. And he's a yeah. legend. Like we got within like centimeters of like, like these buildings going around these turns, and he was just navigating that. Yeah, thing. I mean, almost looked like um French people, kind of. Almost. Oh yeah, like, like a French artist. Stripes. Yeah. yeah, that was a cool experience. That was that was basically what I wanted to go to Venice for. Oh After I did gosh. that, I was I know like, I wanted to do one every night. I loved it so much. Yeah. And being able to see the like, viewpoint yeah. from the canals and the water just you know go up against the buildings and then you'd see all of the, the vegetation and algae and stuff growing along the mm. buildings and then the steps just going right into the water. Crazy see steps just go right into the water. You see yeah. people with their feet. The water just lapping the up water. across the, the bricks and stone. People and... took off their shoes and they're just sitting on like <laughs> there's sidewalks that lead up to Oh there. yes and the restaurants that are just right and like through the windows of buildings, like right up against the water and oh so oh, yeah, like so charming. Me. It was awesome. There's like there's this one Gorgeous. lady and this one guy that are like sitting on this little balcony area looking over the water. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely my favorite part of Venice going on the gondola ride. Like checked it off our list. Sistine <clears throat> Chapel check, Coliseum check, Statue David check. Yeah. Uh, Leaning Tower Pisa check. Like yeah. we 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 got everything. Yes. And that was like the icing on the cake. But we still mm -hmm. had a few days there. What happened on day ten? Lego right. store check. Yeah, like, <laughs> two Lego stores. So we had breakfast, and the most amazing guy greeted us, Raphael. Oh, my gosh. He oh was just so enthusiastic and oh. a darling man. I loved him. I got video of him, so people will get to meet him. I'm so glad, because I want to remember him. He was incredible. He was sweet to Clark, which mm -hmm. we'll get to on the last day. But Yeah. And then it was a great breakfast. It was included with the, the hotel, like a bed and breakfast type deal. Uh, and then we, what did we do? We walked around... 
That was the Doge Palace. That was oh yeah yeah that's right. Ten ten a.m. We had the the Doge Palace and St. Mark's Basilica and the Terrace. And so at this we, point, that was our I, last tour. I was done with tours at that point. I enjoyed it. I didn't I, like the lady very much. I couldn't hear her very well. Our tour group was big. Oh, that and was horrible. I just thought it was the most boring experience. And I just, I was like contemplating bailing on it. No. But there I, were, I there were a few it. cool things we saw, but it was another three hour tour. Yeah, we, it was a lot. Tour. It was a lot to cram it into. It was just too much. And after experiencing how nice it was to go on an unguided tour and I to just... do the Leonardo experience, this was right back into, here's mm -hmm. three hours of me <laughs> dryly telling you about the entire history of Venice. And I just was, Clark and I were done. Yeah, yeah you, I didn't mind you were it too much. boiling hot. Like we just came. It, it, it was, was hot. It was a it thousand was degrees. sweltering hot. I, I just wanted to go back to my hotel and like cool down, honestly. And be with Mario, my Mario stuffy I brought. But yeah, we survived it. I can't remember what we did after that. We didn't do what's on your list here. No, because. I can't um, remember what we had for lunch that day. Oh, was that with a 1,000? Oh, 1,000 Gourmet, another pizza place. Yeah. I yeah. found a, a pizza place that had good reviews, so we went to, got more pizza, which I I like that we actually got two different pizzas. One had like a smoked cheese, and the other one was my Diavolo, or Diavola cheese, which mm -hmm. is the which is pretty good. What did we do for dinner that night? Diavolo. That was, no, we just had that. That was it, okay. And then, because um, we ate at a weird time. And I think you guys went and got some snacks. At oh, the local, yeah, 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 I remember like that a now. little store. Oh, yeah, 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 I got And that, we just walked around. Yeah. What was uh, next day? Day 11. Yep, Thursday. This was our, our last day. And that was a spontaneous day where we just decided to go wherever the wind took us. Probably my maybe my favorite day of, of the trip, just because there was There's no... nothing scheduled. There was no tours, nowhere to be. It was just literally, let's walk around and see some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. and, we, we, and we took the water bus. We took the water bus all the way across, across Venice. Mm -hmm. So we got to see a bunch of of stuff with that and experience and we just walked, that walked our way back through yeah and we stopped and got some food tried some new uh, delicious like peach and uh, lemon uh, iced tea, tea. Mm -hmm. we got um what else we did oh you did a bunch of shopping that day you got a mm -hmm. few things here and there which was cool clark and i had some fun um yeah i think that's gonna that video i'm really looking forward to editing too because that was just that was such an awesome day and a great send out to our day mm -hmm. uh, and that that night we had dinner uh at that yeah, la piazza yeah. And that was really, that was really good, except the guy recommended my lobster too late and it got overcooked, but he was so apologetic and devastated. really kind. Yeah, yeah. He, he seemed devastated. <laughs> like it's too dry and he's like, <gasps> it was like, uh, yeah. I, I think a big problem too is like these people see him filming and I think they worry that this is going to end up yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Not like I'm not going to show it. No. Just a home video, buddy. But I had a glass of white wine with dinner, and it was my favorite wine, I think, on the whole trip. And then, as a an apology, he gave me a free bottle of it to make up for recommending the lobster too late, and then it ended up getting dried out. So that was really nice. Crazy. That really redeemed, you know, the, the rating there for that place, because he was really cool and... It was and, a nice and gesture. Giving a, yeah, the, it was such a kind gesture. It's I, how you make a it, really good it, impression on someone. It was very much appreciated. What else on that night? So we just walked around. I oh, mean, that yeah. was just a day of walking around and taking it all in. We did and, more walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was, that was such an awesome day. Because Venice is like, it's kind of like just walking around a shopping mall. Because mm -hmm. every place that you see is either a restaurant or a place to buy stuff. And just looking around at things is awesome. It's, of course, busy. But man, it's there's just so much to see, yeah. and everywhere you look, 
there isn't a place that you couldn't take a photograph and have it be like the best photo you've ever no, taken. It's so beautiful. It's a, it's, it's a gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Contrary to like, it's like the opposite of Rome. Rome mm -hmm. was like, okay, there's graffiti everywhere. There's yeah. trash all over the ground. Venice, trash all over the ground again, only because they refused to put trash cans anywhere. Yeah, there's not like as many. Even at the ATM that was across the street from our hotel, they, they don't have a place to put your receipts and lots of people don't want their receipt. So they just throw it on the ground. Oh, which is and terrible. I, I was sitting out on the balcony the one day and there was like a, a bottle laying in the corner. And then all of a sudden another bottle comes flying at it. And then I realized that's a thing in Venice because they don't have trash cans anywhere. People just start piling their trash up in there places. There were trash cans, they're just few and far between. Yeah, but like if you're gonna manage a city and you realize trash is piling up in these locations, that is a perfect place for a trash can. You People let you know that there needs to be a trash can there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, everyone there is on vacation, right? And the reason that Venice is so busy is because apparently a lot of people come in for, like, tours and things like that. Yeah. So, um, the place that we were at, the... We were St. in the Mark busiest Square, area. Yeah. Like, there's cruise ships that come and dump people off. So. And some of these tours, like, we thought our tours were big. The one day Clark and I were waiting for you outside of a store, there was a line of people that went by for probably three or four minutes of just solid people from this mm -hmm. tour group. And I guarantee the back people never even saw the, the front of it. <laughs> like they didn't even see their yeah. guide. They're just following the person. It was insane. Luckily, we didn't get tied up in that. Never but. seen yeah. Brad's face ever. But it didn't bother me at all. Like I felt like it was it was nice. Yeah. All the, other than when people like are standing four wide in a alleyway and you can't get by it, or they just randomly stop in the middle mm -hmm. or on a corner. Other than that, it was it's all like, good. Like you gotta be mindful of your surroundings. And uh, I think I can say safely at this point, uh, as we get in the last day, uh, even with all the people that we've been around, none of us are sick or have gotten sick. Well, we just got back two days ago, so we'll, we'll see what it could happens. Be could be. I'm hoping not. Please Hopefully, no, we're okay. Anyways, no. let's go on to our last day. Oh, it was brutal. Travel day. It was brutal. We uh, got up early that day. We had to be out at 7:50 a.m. because we were taking the water bus yes. to the airport, which because it was so much cheaper. 145 euros to take a water taxi. I told you it was 60 to come in from the. Railroads. Train station. Yeah. This is gonna be 145. I we just come to find stomach that. We come to find it. Yeah, so you're talking 145 euros just to get to the airport. Yeah. Uh, which is insane. Which would take 30 minutes. Or you can ride the water bus. For like a, an hour and twenty minutes. Hour twenty minutes, but fifteen euros per person. So yeah, so it's hundred euros less. We saved hundred euros and it cost us an hour of our time. Yeah. Now at Disney we probably would have paid that hundred euros to ride the <laughs> the you know, Tron or whatever. Oh. But in this case we uh, we were like, nope. So we got to do this, and it was kind of cool because you got to see a lot along the way. But it was a very long time of picking people up like endlessly. Uh, but we eventually made it to the airport. Airport was pretty smooth. Yeah. Other than like we had to find the American Airlines place, which was apparently downstairs, downstairs and, and all, all the way, way over. All the way and at then the we end. Had to go back up and then go the opposite end. And then security, security, for security, security, like three times. And then yeah. by the time we got through all the security, I wanted to get something to eat because we had missed breakfast that day because we left too early. Mm -hmm. And there was only like one place to choose for food, and it wasn't. Yeah. It's it kind of sucked, but we ended up getting on to well, the. Well, they plane. had uh, good tarts and croissants. <laughs> Espressos. Oh, of course. Morning. Oh, yes. we didn't. Even, we Rush. talked about my pizzas, but we didn't talk about the hundreds of espressos that you got <laughs> throughout this trip. Ordering two espressos for breakfast that day, which we need to talk about, Raphael. Oh, he, yeah, he made he a really, reappearance he on the last through. day. He came through on that last day because we left at seven thirty, which is right when breakfast gets uh, served, and I put on the the card like, if possible, can we just have two espressos at 
7.15. If not, I understand. And he came down and even gave a gift to Clark Man. This a magnet and slash ornament. You can make it magnet or an ornament. Yeah, of Venice. And that was just so cool. And so we, we gave him a good tip. And uh, I just appreciated him so much. He, he was, was a It was incredible. But yeah, I just act like Greg is drinking an espresso, but they're both for me. <laughs> yeah. But she gets on me about, like, I have one Coke. And I go for another no. one. She's like, yeah, you drink right. multiple cokes. Oh, you know, it's I love my sugar. I love my regular sugar. It's cokes. not the caffeine; it's the sugar. But I can't get the regular sugar anywhere other than there, unless I get the Mexican ones from the grocery store. No, I'm just saying, like drinking multiple cokes, like it's already it. tons of sugar. With the other one thing drink. that sets me back is, well, here's the deal. You're, I don't put anything in my espresso. I don't put uh, okay, milk fine. or sugar. I just right. drink it. This is a battle I've lost. Case but <laughs> uh, so water at restaurants is like two dollars for a bottle of water. Two fifty. But you can get a coke for like three fifty, which I admit is kind of expensive. But I'm like, if I'm going to pay two dollars for water, I might as well just pay the extra for Coke. But anyways, uh, let's go back but to you our. Drink water because it's good for you. That's true. And drink hydrating. water because it's good for you, folks. Okay, Cody's save that for Cody's combo. Cody's combos. <laughs> Yay! Chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> blow the dust off. Yeah. Um, our last day, we get onto the plane. Smooth sailing. I had a great time on the plane. I got two of our videos edited, and. Uh, well, I took it. I fell asleep instantly. We got on the plane for about thirty minutes, mm -hmm. and then they came by with like food or whatever, and we had another delicious meal. Uh, in this case, I think it was the uh, it was chicken jerk rice. chicken mm -hmm. and rice and rice beans. And Very beans. good. Um, but then I got two videos edited, and then um, I think I watched some Better Call Saul, and uh, like by then, like we were we were like done. And yeah. I it was crazy for me because like the the trip down where we had to sleep on the plane, I felt so restless. Like I just wanted to put my legs up, and I was so frustrated. And that's how I felt on the way home. But the way home, I could have sat there for two more hours. No. Which is good because when we got off the plane, first of all, we lucked out in in uh, Philadelphia because there was these crazy storms, and no one was in like the checking in area. The customs, yeah. That we, was. We blazed through that. Yeah, that was very nice because I've spent. Over an hour in customs, usually. Oh, so Clark wants to say something. What's up, babe? Also, when me and Mom were about to fall asleep, Lady comes around and is like, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just, I was going to take a nap. And just as I was trying to take a nap, just it was really loud. Asleep. And the lady came by with ice cream. I was like, oh, well, I got to eat ice cream. So. You have to, right? <laughs> um, no turning down ice cream. That's right. But yeah, it was, it was all good. Uh, we got off the plane. Uh, we go outside. A parking spot van goes by, and I'm like, oh, crap, we just missed him. So I get my phone out to get on the app, because all you have to do is just mark that you're here. But when you know it, another one's right behind him. Mm -hmm. Picks us up. We're the only people on it. Yep. Drives us right to our, car, to our car. That takes was cool. our suitcases off and puts them right beside the car for us. I was just, like, blown away by the yeah. experience with with those guys. Like, I want really them neat. to sponsor the video because <laughs> I want to, like, hype them. Yeah, that was, um, that was wonderful. But then th things got a little sketchy on the way out because we were leaving Philadelphia at rush hour on Friday evening. And thunderstorms. And some of the roads were flooded. Like, yeah. we had to switch lanes to get out of the floodwaters mm -hmm. and probably drove through some stuff that you shouldn't drive through. But we got out of that. It rained the whole way home. Yeah. We stopped at Sheets, got some deliciousness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got they did. Uh, we got some pickle fries. They're baller. We also got these wings with Coca Cola. Doctor Pepper. Doctor Pepper barbecue. They didn't sauce. have any buffalo sauce. We were. I was literally starving. Like I was dreaming about food as I'm driving, and I was still doing good. Like these guys were. Clark crashed out. Cody was falling asleep, but I felt so good. Uh, even after the super long day, because we had we'd gotten up at seven o'clock that morning, been an eight and a half hour flight, flight, and then. 
you know, plus extra bonus time of three hours of waiting and then getting off there and then three hours of driving home. And like, I saw a sign that said Burger King exit 242. I still remember it. It was like 10 <laughs> miles away. And I'm like, dude, I got to get to that Burger King. And then it started dumping rain. I'm like, forget, forget it. Cause these guys were asleep and I didn't want to wake you up. So I kept driving. We ended up going to sheets and like we ate that while we were driving home, made it home. And I fell asleep instantly. And the mm -hmm. next day I woke up at one o'clock in the morning of my scoops sleep schedule and I also slept a lot on the car ride like yeah. two hours then yeah. I came down back at, to sleep and then you guys were both up by three I came down at this is the day after we're on day 13 now <laughs> I came down at three o'clock in the morning to get a pillow because I was just going to come out here in the front room and sleep and then Clark pops up and I'm like okay I guess we're awake so we were awake all day this is we're recording this Sunday hours before it's going out um we were up all day and then Clark and I fell asleep last night very early and today we got up at four Mm -hmm. So we're slowly getting back to our regular schedule. Yep, little by little. Uh, Almost at 6 p.m. again. It was all good. Not 6 p.m. But anyways, that was that was our trip to Rome, and home. Florence, Venice. Venice, home. It, it was a day an, trip to Tuscany, it was Pisa an area. epic trip. It was. Day I trip really, home. It was a lot of work planning it, and uh, it was it was worth it. I felt like thorough planning helped make it go smoothly. Yeah, you did a great job, and I got Thank to go you. along for the ride. I got a whole bunch of videos that I filmed, and it's like my souvenirs. I'm if excited. you're planning a trip to Italy, I definitely recommend the Rick Steves book. That helped a lot. Okay. Rick Steves. But yeah, that was fun. And I thought it'd be cool today, like just to sit down and have this conversation to recap it. Maybe someday we'll listen back on this and remember these things. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew it'd be better if all of us did this together as opposed to me just sitting down and being like, "So," because I, I don't, I don't know, I can't remember anything that I didn't edit. So. <laughs> It was, it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was a trip of a lifetime, and I'm so grateful for the experience, and I'm grateful to be able to share it with you guys. Same. Same. All right. Well, that's a wrap for uh, today's podcast. Hope Thanks for casting with me, guys. You're welcome. Hope to see you guys in the next Pizza Pasta Italy trip.